Welcome to the Yard Card School Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Handale. In today's episode, we are continuing our eight-part marketing series, and today's topic is neighborhood canvassing. Brian and I sit down and we go over some do's and don'ts and some things in between. Now, before we get started, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Joyful Designs and the Yard Card Association. You can find Joyful Designs over at Also, we want to invite you to sign up for our text service where you will get a notification whenever we have a new podcast episode ready and waiting for you. We'll post that link in the show notes. Now get your handy dandy notebook ready and let's dive into today's show. Okay, moving on. Number two is neighborhood canvassing. Let's talk about what neighborhood canvassing is. This is door-to-door canvassing, and it can seem daunting, but it is still a great cost-effective way to cover a very well-defined area with minimum investment. You design a great door hanger, and you do not even have to leave it on the door itself. You can even hang it on a mailbox flag. And I'm going to just clarify, that means flag not in the mailbox. Fun fact, it is illegal to open somebody's mailbox and add in something of your own in the mailbox. Okay, so Brian, take it away. Let's clarify all that. Okay, so I think you made a great point to begin with. So you don't want to put it in the mailbox, but you can put it on the mailbox. The reason we use door hangers for this is because it has that nifty little hook on there, and so it is not illegal to put it on there. There are some people that I've seen that have used tape, like just scotch tape and taped it onto the door of the mailbox. Or if the mailbox has that little hook on the top of it, they'll hook it on there. So you have to take it off to open the mailbox. Um, I don't necessarily like that because I don't ever know when people's mail has run. But, you know, the typical subdivision has at least 150 homes in it. And so if you have a subdivision that's closest to you, that makes the most sense where you want to get all of the sales in that area to cut that gas cost down getting there, then you should definitely be using door hangers there. Um, well, maybe we should call them mailbox hangers because I, I don't go to doors to do that. Door to door sales, I think is a thing of the past, but marketing in a very small defined area is hard to do especially if you're trying to do it digitally right you could run facebook ads for a zip code but you can't necessarily run ads for a specific neighborhood and you can't necessarily do what's called an everdoor direct mail for just a specific neighborhood i could talk about that later uh maybe on another show but like um and whatever door direct is But you can't do it for just a specific neighborhood because you have to do that for a whole route at a time. So 150, you could start with a small thing of even, say, 250 door hangers. Get those printed. Get something specific. I would even, you know, when it comes to discount codes, you should definitely even be making sure that you're using discount codes that you can track to a specific neighborhood or a specific route. So you know that hey, this subdivision does not rent from me. This other subdivision does. So I need to focus my efforts over there. So it's just a quick, easy way to get that advertising cost down quickly and making sure that you're getting the most where you spend your money. Again, it usually takes six times, at least six times for a customer to uh, become top of mind. Like 
So if they're going to say, hey, I want to use, um, you know, I want to use this business, then they have to have heard from you at least six times to have that trust built in and to be able to come back to you again and again. Oh, I need a yard card business. Well, let me call so-and-so because I'm always seeing their stuff. Now, six time doesn't mean six door hangers or uh, six business cards or, you know, six Facebook advertisements. It's a combination of all that. That's what keeps you at top of uh, top of mind. Um, you know, if I need a windshield replaced, the first person I always think about is uh, Glass Doctor because he'll fix my needs. That's that's the that's the slogan for them down here. Um, that's always the uh, the business or uh, Safe Light. Like they always are talking about um, you know use us for your glass repairs for your windows. Same company, but I remember those slogans because they advertise to us like crazy. Safe Light's the one that we're going to show you who we're going to send out to do your repair before they come out. So, like, they're advertising to us through the mail. They're advertising to us through uh, video on Facebook. But, like, they've got their niche and what they're offering down. It's represented in their advertising the same way that you would do on your door hanger. And it's very focused on their area that they're serving. Oh, I love that. I, and I completely agree with that. And when you can niche down and find out, like with the codes, that's such a great tip. Use that special code because you want to know if they're coming from XYZ neighborhood or ABC neighborhood. And you only want to go canvas the neighborhoods you really want to service and the, they're the most bang for your buck. And like you talked about with the gas prices, that's a great way to minimize uh, your expenses on that as well. Now, we have had a couple of comments that I want to also um, tag on with, Brian, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Um, I'm trying to read this because my, my print is a little small with my old eyes here. Let's see here. Okay. Um, one thing that Stacy Wyatt said was to also canvas other businesses in the local area to make sure they know about your services. Yeah. And that's a huge one. And that goes, you know, that's not just with neighborhood canvassing. Back in the day, we called that cold calling. And I think that might still be a thing, but I think that's a great idea. This isn't just residential. And that's a whole other episode we can talk about uh, marketing to businesses. But I think that that would be exceptional. Yes, definitely. And like you can talk about a lot of these things like, well, I can talk for hours on end anyway. Um, but like definitely reaching out to those businesses because they have needs too, you know, and they're going to have sales. They're going to have grand openings. They're going to have lots of different ways that you can work out. Um, I'm a big fan in business of a win-win. Like we both need to be winning off this thing because if we are, then we can partner together more often. And that word means a lot of different things um, to different people, but you should definitely be in a position where you can provide a service that they need. And there is some way that like, it's not just a sale, you're building that relationship. So uh, we have uh, Krispy Kreme down here. Krispy Kreme always does talk like a pirate day, right? Mm -hmm. What a great way to say, hey, let's partner so that I can, um, Put out a sign for you and maybe do a pirate theme sign and i can get my business out there it'd be a win-win for both of you or if um you know 
if there's a way to do something, some kind of special holiday continually, or if they contact you for a grand opening sign, what else can you offer to go with that? You know, maybe you can do, uh, hey, yeah, you're doing that. I tell you what, let me print some flyers up for you and I'll give you my flyer and uh, you can put a special on there. Like you're paying for the sign. I'm going to upgrade and give you some flyers to hand out, have my advertising on it along with your advertising and bam, win-win. Oh, there's so many things to do and, and business to business, B2B as it's known. We need to do a whole other training on that because there's so, so much and there's such a great market that's not being tapped into as much. Now, going back to relationships, I want to share this one experience that our awesome member, Christy, Crystal Conrad had. She said she was out picking up a sign and she saw the neighbors outside with their kids playing. She got out of her vehicle and she introduced herself handed them a door hanger with her coupon and it was such a fabulous conversation and that right there that connection means so much that means a hundred times more than a facebook post that they probably would not see mm -hmm. anytime and, I and she was out. already there and she was canvassing right she looked she was she is a very good student and she's always listening. She's already created a successful business in her one year. And I, I know her personally. She is one of our awesome superstar Yard Card Association members. She's one of your great customers and watching her and she listens and she takes these tips and she implements. And that was such a great thing that she shared. I was like, boom, there you go. And she made that connection. And that's a double connection because they're going to remember that person, not just a business card, not just a name that was out there somewhere. They're going to remember her. So I wanted to just share that with you as well. And then um, one other tip I want to just uh, add in here that Louise Clark shared, and this is a really good one for everybody to, to just think about. And she said, make sure you're in compliance with canvassing as some regions and towns have ordinances prohibiting it without a permit. So that is a really good tip to just make sure you check into before you go out and get yourself in trouble somewhere. And, and you might already, if you already know the neighborhoods, you might already know that information, but that was just a great thing to remember. Yeah. And I would say too, so a lot of people use uh, yard signs. They'll stick them up kind of everywhere. Um, and where we're at, you can't do that at all, ever. They're like, as soon as they see them, they're going to pull, like, let me say it like this. With your yard display, you can do that because it's a short term. They don't consider that as, I mean, it's advertisement, but they don't consider that the same thing. You're coming back to pick that up, right? But like, if you're at an intersection, they won't allow you to do that here. However, the next town over, you can apply for a permit that will let them put it out on like a Friday after six o'clock. And then you have to pick it up monday before 8 a.m and so there's a charge for that but you can apply for a permit for that you just have to list the locations of where you're going to be placing the signs um and then if you don't get your signs then there's a penalty for it so every place is unique um anything we say definitely check and make sure that it's uh that it works for your area as far as legalism that is it's such a great tip and so make sure like like brian said make sure you check into that before you go run amok. But like what Crystal did, the neighbors were outside. 
I think that's huge. I would, you know, you're missing an opportunity, even if you're busy. Uh, here we are, you know, right now at the time of this recording, it's graduation season for thousands of, of people. And even when you're busy, if you see somebody outside, take that 60 seconds, grab your business card or your door hanger or whatever it is you have, and just run it over to them real quick. And if they've got a kid out there, say hi and, you know, happy summer, something real quick and then be on your way. And those it's one more of those really important touches that you can make. Yes. Okay, Brian, we're wrapping up. That is number two. We have covered business cards and neighborhood canvassing. Do you have anything else to add as we wrap up this first segment? No, um, I, I think we've got it all covered. I would just encourage everyone to start thinking about the two things that we talked about and um, start like brainstorming how they can incorporate these things in their in their business, especially like neighborhood canvassing, if they've never thought about that, definitely think about um, maybe which neighborhoods close to them are the closest to them, which ones that they think they can get the most benefit out of that. Um, you know, definitely think about your implementation of these two tips. No, that's awesome. Okay, so folks, here's how we're going to do this. This is tip number one and two, and then we've got six more coming. So... With that being said, make sure you you tune in to get the next six. At the end of tip number eight, we have got those two bonuses for you. We've got Joyful Designs discount code, and then we have the marketing tips PDF guide for you. So make sure you stay tuned for all the rest of these tips that we have coming for you very, very soon. And Brian, I want to thank you for taking the time out and educating us. This has been really helpful. And we're only two tips in. We've got more to come. Yes, we got, we've got several more to do. I'm very excited about them. So, all right. I'm going to sign us off here. And I just want to wish everybody a super happy, happy day, whatever day it is, whatever time of the day it is, because everybody's out, you know, 24 hours a day in our industry. But I hope you go out, make somebody smile and make sure you take us up and do that challenge. Go do the business card challenge and then head over to our Facebook page. And that's Yard Card Association Facebook page. And let us know if you took the business card challenge. All right. We will be back in the next episode and we're going to talk about postcards and social media. All right, everybody have a great day and we will talk to you on the next show. Cheers, everybody. Bye.